Hello and welcome to Extraordinary with myself, Tobias Dahlberg. This podcast is about you and it's for you. It's about your journey from your ordinary to your extraordinary. In this podcast, we mainly cover three areas, your personal mastery, your brand building, and your entrepreneurship. So if you like this podcast, I ask you, subscribe to it, please review it, and also why not visit thefutureacademy.com and forward slash training, and you can find a lot of free training. You can also follow our YouTube channel. Where we have plenty more contacts. We are here to support you on your journey to extraordinary. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello there, and welcome back to another episode, and uh, it's great to be here. You know what? I miss you. And um, have you missed me? No, just kidding. Um, I have really missed the opportunity to talk to you in a while. And the reason is simple. Uh, it's procrastination. I've been traveling a lot. And, um, and now I'm back with a lot of fresh content. And uh, I've been working on a book here in the background. I'm working on our um, programs that we have tailored uh, specifically for agencies. They actually work for any professional service firm. But we are focused only on agencies and uh, we want to help as many agencies as we can turn around their business. It's very close to my heart because I was an agency owner for about 13 years. I was a partner at an agency before that. So I know the ups and downs of the agency business. And um, I've collected a few things that I'd like to share today that has to do with profitability. Because profitability, as I like to think of it, is the lifeblood of your business, of your agency business. And um, let's get into that. I'm going to give you a few principles, just some thoughts to think about. And then I want to get into uh, what you can do, you know, to improve your own profitability. But let's first get into the topic. So why do I say profitability is the lifeblood of your business, your agency? Well, first of all, you probably heard that before. Um, usually what we hear is that oxygen is you know, or sorry, I meant to say that cash is the oxygen of a business or cash is king. And, you know, I won't argue with that. I, I totally think it's true. But when you think about the word oxygen, it's like cash and oxygen for me. It's like, well, we can't breathe if we don't have oxygen and the business can't operate without cash. When you think about the word lifeblood, to me, that suggests more like longevity and that's going to stay, you know, for you to be able to stay healthy and stay alive, we need profitability. I think it's a theme that people don't really take seriously enough. People talk about how much their agency or how much their, you know, business is doing in sales, uh, me included. And we're like, hey, you want to get to seven figures, you want to have five million in sales, you want to have 5,000 per month, you know, whatever it is, we talk about the top level number as if that was the thing that mattered. But that's more, it's more ego. It's, it's more, you know, like how big is yours versus mine. Um, but, you know, uh, sorry for the echo here, by the way, I'm in an almost empty, huge studio right now. But so what I want to want to really want to say about profitability is that, that when we compare top line revenue, we're missing the point, the point from a purely financial perspective in a business is to make money. And that money uh, is not to be greedy. I mean, well, you can be greedy if you like, but 
you know, the money will sustain the business, will allow you to do the important work of helping your clients to uh, provide for yourself and for your family, for your loved ones, to do charity, whatever it is. Like it all has to start with making a sale and then to keeping some of that money from that sale. It's just that nobody really wants to focus on that. And it might just be for the fact that almost all agencies suffer from uh, poor profitability. So uh, I want to tackle that. And um, yeah, we do begin. Let's begin with the fact that agencies, what is it that we do? And now let's think broadly about agencies. So you could be a consulting firm in a way, you could be a law firm even in that. But I'm going to just stay in my lane. I'm talking about creative agencies, design, branding, marketing, communications, production, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, creative services mainly. But this will apply if you're outside those sectors. Well, we're in the expert business. We're in the knowledge business. Now, let's think about that for a while. That's different from being in the business of, of uh, shipping commodities or shipping boxes. No, that's the business that we're supposed to be in. And a lot of the clients that I have the privilege of talking to and then when we begin work with them, they're actually shipping um, commodities. They are uh, defining themselves by labels that actually um, are more like category names. You might be guilty of doing this, by the way. Like, what, what, you know, what is, what's your offer? Well, we do strategy and we do design and we do creative or, you know, whatever it is. Like, these are not offerings. They're very broad, general terms that describe certain areas within the industry, the market, the category. So, uh, but the point I want to get to is that expertise is what people want to buy. Like, a combination, let's say, of knowledge and expertise. It's not just the output of what you do, but um, that that is a factor that actually hinders a lot of people from being profitable. But I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to do a different different episode where I get more into talking about positioning and other parts of this. But what I want to go uh, where I want to go with this profitability talk is I want you to get a an appreciation for the business that you're in, and I want you to ask yourself what business you believe you're in. And, and more importantly, ask yourself, what business are you in? But also ask, what are you selling? And most importantly, what is your ideal client buying? And that's where I meant to just shortcut this and go into expertise. There are certain results they want. But just do that exercise and it might help you with profitability. But I'm going to get a little bit more um, exact here in a, in a couple of minutes. So I was already saying that we're in the expert business here. And in the expert business, we're supposed to make margins north of 25%. If your business is not making 25% of more or more, unless you're really, really big in your category, I mean like uh, eight figures, like you should not accept not having a 25% or more profit margin in your business. The, the business that I had, had a fluctuating profit margin went from negative to positive to neutral to zero and, and up again until I changed things. Uh, if you know my story, you might have heard it, but I was running uh, my agency just like pretty much everyone else, which was more like a circus than an agency, to be honest. And what I mean by that is that it wasn't predictable. It was um, 
and what we got clients just like everybody else, random referrals, I call it. And um, yeah, I mean, we didn't really know. We were running fast into the fog. I was the sole owner. I had up to 20 employees and it was just very painful. And the reason was because there wasn't that lifeblood profitability. And so profitability is a very, there's a very fine distinction between being consistently, predictably profitable and, and having profitability show up like a, an unexpected guest at your door every seventh year, right? And so you want to go for profitability. And so what I suggest that you do is to think about your business from the point of profits that you want to make, and then you build everything from there instead of uh, you know just thinking about the top line number. How much do you want to make? And when I say make, I don't mean all the money that is going to come in before all the expenses. I mean, like, how much do you actually want there to be uh, left after all your costs and expenses and your own um, salary as well. Excuse me. <clears throat> so um, when you think about uh, 25% and north of that in terms of profit margins, so um, you know, I want you to first self-assess and ask yourself, what is it for you? What's the average? Is it fluctuating a lot? Is it very volatile? It probably is, if you don't mind me saying. Uh, and there's a cure for making it much more steady and much more predictable. And uh, I got to 45, 44, uh, you know, I, I got into the 40s. I'm in the 40s, but I also got into the high 40s in terms of profit, net profit margin, which is really good. And this was on an agency like done for you service, not the business models that I am now uh, applying, which are uh, can give you a much higher and even higher I might say, a profit margin. But my point is, um, the first thing is to become self-aware and ask yourself, are you running a business that will ever have the chance of becoming profitable to the point that you want it to? Because you have dreams. I know that. You have dreams. You want to make them true. But don't do what I did. I set myself on a trajectory which I wasn't really aware of, that I, I was this kind of lifestyle entrepreneur. It's just like, oh, I love the agency work that we're doing. I love, you know, showing up and, you know, getting to do the work that I do, but I, I wasn't really thinking about the financials in the way that I learned to think about them later. You know, I, I always like um, when we work with clients that we do an assessment with them. Um, and then I want to, to create the income statement that they would like to have. In addition to the vision, the emotion, I'm not all boring. You know, I want them to be able to not only see a vision, of course, a positioning and so forth, which is like how you get there. But I want to start with the objectives. How much money do you want to make? Net profit. How much net profit do you want to make? And then build everything from there because that's going to affect your strategy in a big way. So uh, I don't want to make this too long, but I want, to, I want to drill down into this a little bit. So giving you something to think about. I'm going to do some more podcasts on the same topic of, of uh, agency growth and profitability. Uh, I want to give you three points today. Three ways for you to make your agency more profitable, whether you are still by yourself um, with the intention of making it big, uh, or if you have a team or you're, you know, wherever you are, the same things will apply and it will apply to, to any business really. Um, but for an agency specifically, this point could not be more important and painful to hear. And you've heard it before. 
in order for you to get your profits up, you have to niche down. Um, yes. In order for you, I'll, I'll take this one step further, in order for you to grow top line revenue, you need to niche down. Like it's so counterintuitive, but it just is true. It's true for every brand pretty much in the world, especially when you also want to be profitable, mind you. So, so growing your top level revenue and your profits requires that you are focused. And I know you've heard this before, but the question is, are you doing it? And so niching down or just focusing is the heart of strategies and the heart of strategies, essentially positioning. When you position your brand, yourself, your service, you know, um, it's essentially about saying no to a lot of things. Where don't we play? Who are we not for, etc. And so that brings me to a point that has to do with niching down. Let's just say this is still point number one. Focus only on your best customers. This is going to make you a lot of money if you follow this advice. And some of you won't, I know. But if you focus only on the best you know, potential customers, it means that your strategy is built. Your positioning, your brand, your offering, everything is built from the vantage point of your best potential customer. Because again, you've, you're familiar with the 80-20 rule. And the 80-20 rule is such a great tool for thinking about your clients and your opportunity in the, in the, in the marketplace and your space in it. And then, um, you know, how you can, you can just basically create a whole strategy and offering and whole business based on that. So focusing only on the best customers is also a painful idea because, and I know this because I've done this myself, I've actually fired clients. I've actually came up with some excuses and sometimes I was just direct and upright and sometimes I wasn't, but I got rid of the not profitable customers that were both painful to work with, that didn't share the same values, that that just weren't good for us as a business. So a lot of good things come out of that. First of all, let's go stay with 80-20. The 80-20 implication is that if... If it's true, which it is, that 80% of your profits come from only 20% of your customers, sometimes it's even like 90-10, then by that logic alone, you should be sold on this idea. But it doesn't stop there. You know, it's, it's also about getting uh, yourself and your team aligned uh, and coherent and, um, you know, thinking about who you're here to serve and so sharpening your expertise going deeper and deeper into that domain so you can serve your clients at a higher level so you can reach and solidify a better positioning in the marketplace in the minds of your ideal customers. Like those are two, you know, great benefits for um, focusing only on your best customers. Now, if you have a customer list, you can just print it out or just take a look at it on a screen and just ask yourself, which are our best customers in terms of uh, financial, but also, you know, just other criteria. You know, you're, you're in this to have fun and to have a great adventure and to, you know, not only for financial reasons, why would you work with painful clients that, that show up and complain or never happy and they're unprofitable? 
Like, okay, I made my point, I hope. The second thing, this is the second um, point for um, becoming more profitable, is to solve higher value problems. And I think you've heard that one before too. But the question is, are you truly doing it? Like, do you understand how your customers judge value? What are their criteria for what is valuable? Because it was one of the most important things is to flip your mindset from, we do great design work, to what is it that they're really buying? What is it that they're really valuing about what we do? And what are they really looking for both as an end result and as an experience and even as the meanings that they attach to working with you? And when you frame it from that perspective, you can also use this as this powerful innovation tool. Ask yourself better questions, come up with new ideas, you know, create higher value propositions and raise your prices accordingly. Raising your price is the best profitability tool. Kind of obviously, right? I mean, sure, you can cut down your costs, but you can't really cut down your cost more than a spe to a specific amount. And your strategy is not to be the cheapest, I, I suppose. I mean, if you want to be the cheapest, sure, you can do that. Let's say you do the, the lowest uh, cost production work that is you know, out there whether in, within your space. One or two or three companies can, can be profitable doing that, but it's probably going to be a race to the bottom. Would not go there myself. So solve high value problems and price accordingly uh, to be more profitable. Number three, you want to have a consistent method or process for delivering the work. When you do that, not only, again, do you, does it help solidify your position in the marketplace, drive up your expertise, it helps you to become more efficient, which means you're going to drive down your costs. Now, there's a limit to how much you're going to be in the cost game. I don't uh, recommend agencies almost ever to take the, the position of price leader, but you could do that. You could be of coming from a kind of a, a country that has lower employment costs and you could go to the US market and offer something uh, at a lower cost. It's totally fine. Just remember that only the cheapest one, the ones with the lowest cost structures can do that in the long term. But anyways, it, does, it's, it doesn't say, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't uh, be as efficient as possible. You should. And here's the problem with not having a good positioning or good strategy. It's like when you start to solve problems left and right, and I believe me, um, I've done that, you are making it very costly because it's taking a lot, you know, a lot um, more time to figure out problems, do more research on new industries, hire different talent, like everything becomes more complex. And so by having a clear delivery mechanism or even powered by what I call a branded method, your unique proprietary method for delivering a specific measurable outcome, when you have that, you know, your uh, profitability will improve significantly among with all these other wonderful benefits that I just explained. So hopefully this made sense. So I want to I wanna bring it home, hopefully with a, a last point here. By the way, I want to apologize for my podcast. I don't really structure them. I just go and I have three written words on a piece of paper. So if this wasn't very structured, I apologize. But I hope it was valuable. The last thing I want to leave you with is this idea. Profitability, if you think about it, 
it comes down to doing things in two directions. It's about driving price uh, up by offering something more valuable, right? So you're driving value and price up and you're driving costs down. And now, uh, so the, the gap between your price and your costs obviously is your profit. So it makes sense to do things in both directions. And that's why the points I just gave you had to do, um, you know, on one hand with driving up the value and becoming more relevant and hopefully, you know, owning up a space so you can become the only choice. And on the one hand, it's about uh, operationalizing, being more efficient in your operations so you can drive your costs down. And that way you can kind of have this wonderful double effect on your profitability. And so on one hand, you have your proposition. Your proposition is essentially um, what you put in front of customers. But I like to think of it as, as a combination of your, your positioning and your offering. Because let's be real, when you choose a brand, when you choose someone you want to work with, it's not just about the actual offering, what it's priced and what the guarantees are. No, it's also about the brand. It's about positioning the story, etc. Um, and on the other hand, it's the operations. So propositions, you need to innovate to drive up value and you have to design your operations for efficiency. And when you do both those things, your profitability, your, <laughs> let me try to say that one more time, your profitability will increase even dramatically. So I hope this was valuable to you. I um, want to invite you to jump on a call and talk about these things. And potentially, if you're still listening at uh, about 20 minutes and onwards, this might actually be interesting to you. And if it's interesting to you, then we have some good, really good, 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 good options for you to work together where one of the things that we'll deal with is your profitability, one of the first things actually, and we'll also help you grow and scale your agency. And so um, we have a program, we call it Growth Lab, with three different levels where we help entrepreneurs who even start as like, you, you might even be a solopreneur, but your intention is to build a real agency and grow it. So we have three levels to Growth Lab one, which we call beta, because we think you're kind of in beta when you're below 30K per month. So that's like your um, foundational level where we bring in people, we get them to 30K a month as quickly as possible. You can think of it as a fitness program with workouts where we basically punish you. No, sorry, sorry, we don't do that. No, but where we give you an exact strategy and even like to the rep and reps and the nutrition plan. Um, so it, it, of course, it's used as a metaphor. So you can get to 30k consistently and profitable. And we want you to do that with uh, at least a 30% profit margin. And so uh, and then we have another level, which we call Delta, where Delta is as the name should suggest is about change. And that's really about the growth. How do you scale to multiple hundreds of 1000s per month uh, with high profitability? And we even have the highest level is for, for agencies that are or want to go eight figures, which we call alpha. So anyways, I uh, just wanted to leave that little promotional message there at the end, because uh, these things, you know, that we talked about here, profitability and the different ways to achieve profitability, they don't have to be as hard as you think. But let me ask you this. Are you measuring your profitability? Are you measuring everything in your business? Because if you're not, 
uh, chances are that profitability is a random guest that shows up at your house uh, when you either expect it or whenever you don't expect it. And so is loss. And uh, it's a horrible feeling. It's a horrible feeling to live in a constant fear of running out of, of money, running out of uh, cash. When you're not profitable, you're running out of cash. Cash is the oxygen. And profitability for me is the lifeblood of a business. So thanks a lot so much. Uh, and again, if you want to reach out, you can do that by just uh, sending me an email at hello at thefutureacademy.com and either myself or someone from my team will reach out. Thanks so much. And I hope you bring uh, back one idea from this. And that is you're going to do something right now, a commitment that will help you become more profitable in a more predictable, sustainable way. Thank you. Until next time. Hey, Tobias here, and I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope it gave you something to think about, some new ideas, some perspectives, and most importantly, I hope that it inspired you to take action, because without action, we never get to our extraordinary. Nothing great happens by only thinking about it all day long. And so if you want help with taking action, whether that relates to your mindset, your identity, your beliefs, overcoming limiting beliefs, your personal mastery, or maybe you want to build your brand, your personal brand, your expert brand, or your company brand. Maybe you're tired of being a commodity and you want to stand out and stand for something and make it clear to people who you are and why they should choose you to command higher prices and dominate your industry, to be seen as not only one of the choices, but the choice, the best choice, or the only choice. If that's you, reach out to us. And thirdly, if you want to get on the entrepreneurial journey of growth, scalability, and freedom, then also you should reach out to us. And the way to do that is to go to thefutureacademy.com forward slash meeting. We will get on a call with you. And no matter whether you end up working with us or not, I promise you, we are here to guide you forward. We will give you some good advice for moving forward in your business. There's no pressure to work with us, even though if we're a good fit mutually, we'd love to do that. But get on a call and we'll give you our best advice for you so that you could move forward and reach your goals and create the future that you want. Thanks so much again. And remember, live extraordinary.